was a week full of weakness do 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 let me tell you what (laughs) this week for movie tuesday which ended up being on a wednesday (laughs) we watched uh charlie and the chocolate factory which i still hold as one of the funniest movies it's so funny and i know that a lot of people like to write it off because it's not original but it deserves it deserves its moment in the sun. That's all I have to say. Okay, so this is the Johnny Depp one then. Yeah, and I was just talking about this at work today too. It really kind of chaps my ass because the one with Gene Wilder is called Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Correct. And the one with Johnny Depp is called Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. But the <laughs> one with fucking Gene Wilder, you learn a lot more about Charlie's life. But the one called Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, you learn a lot more about Willy Wonka's life. It's madness. That's true, actually. It's a good well, point. Well, yeah, Katie, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. <laughs> of course it's true. Of course. That's so interesting, actually. I've never thought about that. You know, I like to just, I have my, my hour-long drive to and fro work. And I really just like to work through all my different thoughts. Yeah. I just like to grab some ideas and parse them out. See what we've got. All right. Well, I think that was some productive time for you in the last couple of days. Thank you so much. Thank you. You are so How welcome. was your week? Guys. <laughs> How was your week, Katie? <laughs> okay. Okay. So my week has been... Okay. Okay. I'm feeling better tonight than I did today. I feel just tired. And today I felt annoyed, but I'm feeling better after having like spoken to a few people and like existing in my day now. I, here's one, I tell, you know, Jess and I have already done our interview for today, but, and I told one funny story from today's antics already. Here's another funny story. Jess, are you ready? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. Hold on. Now I'm ready. (laughs) You let me know. Okay. (laughs) So I have this coworker. His name is Ethan. He's great. Love Ethan. He, I kid you not, I could not make up the things he does. It would not be possible. He is just a cartoon character. Like, 
he is the uh, he kind of can't see very well and his eye issues are degenerative <clears throat> so they Aww. get worse and one of my coworkers chris arrived at work last thursday and came in with a picture of ethan's car to show him <laughs> because it was parked like across two spaces oh gosh oh boy <laughs> So after opening the restaurant, he went back out and moved his cars. <laughs> like that is quintessential, Ethan, and he's just so sweet. So it's anyway. So today, he had this guy at one of his early tables, who we think was French, <laughs> and Ethan could barely understand him. He said, "So." This guy orders food and beer. That's probably what it sounds like. I forgot the French word for beer, unfortunately. But uh, (laughs) the rest of it is perfect. (laughs) (laughs) And at the end of his meal, this guy reveals to Ethan that he doesn't have his demo card. Sacre bleu! Our perception. Right. And our perception, or what Ethan understood from what the guy said, was that he hadn't had his debit card for, like, three days. (laughs) (laughs) And so, supposedly, this guy was on the phone with Chase. And is... I don't know if he's calling them to see if he can go get money from the bank or what, but he's on the phone with Chase. Ethan tells me this story. I was like, what the fuck is the bank gonna do? (laughs) Like... They're going to directly wire the money to you. Right, like... So this guy... As, like, tells Ethan he'll be right back, as collateral, gives Ethan a ring, which we assume is his wedding ring. Oh, (laughs) Right, and so... we're We're going about our day, we're doing whatever, when Anne, and of course you met Anne last week, when Anne arrives... She is told this story. Tells me that the next time that happens, if the guy knows that he doesn't have his debit card, we can call the cops, right? So mental note for next time, call the cops. Because I don't think this guy ever can. Oh, gosh. (laughs) And we, like, a few hours into the shift, we pulled the ring back out and we were, like, looking at it. And it's, like, not very heavy. Like, it does not feel real. (laughs) It probably wasn't even French. (laughs) Right. That's kind of what I'm thinking, honestly. I but see, you know what? And, like, I stand by my impression earlier. He probably didn't know the French word for oh, beer yeah. either. It's probably accurate, right? Like, <laughs> oh, fucking that sucks. People are so shitty. Literally, people are trash, and like literally, I just don't. I don't think it could have happened to anyone else. Only Ethan. Like, I would. And I, I just... would be more chill. <laughs> Or not more chill, like, don't do that. But, like, you have to eat kind of deal. Very Aladdin-esque. But, like, he, he, right. had, the, he had the ring. He was prepared. This was pre He was clearly a scam yeah. artist. Right, exactly. Yeah, this is just clearly what he that. does. <laughs> what he does. Guys. Oh, Jack and Pepper. Shush, shush, shush. <laughs> They're back again. Back to the for, for the first time for the listening audience. 
You're gonna find out during <laughs> the interview. Yeah, the interview. Jack yeah. and Trevor make an appearance. Oh wait, everyone. <laughs> Speaking of the podcast, guys, welcome back to Faking It. <laughs> I know what they're listening to. I don't feel bad about that. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> I just, you know, I feel like we have oh, to No, Katie, it's I'm branding. Sorry. I'm just razzing you. You're absolutely right, and you should say <laughs> it's, it. It's branding. Guys, welcome back to Faking It. Here's the branding. We are touching base with people that work at different restaurants across town this summer. And last week, hopefully, you listened to our great interview with Ann Clark Skews, who is just phenomenal. One of my favorite humans. Excuse me? <laughs> Nailed it. This week, we have... <laughs> Nailed it. This week, we have our interview with Tommy Tracy, who is a manager at Big Grove Tavern, and also one of our collaborators and co-founders of uh, Two Week Media. Old Tommy Two-Tone. And co-star of our future podcast, I Feel Petty, colon, Just Hates Musicals, which we just can't wait for. Well, one of us just can't wait for. Another of us is... Apprehensive. Another of us hates yeah, musicals. Right there right, with the exactly. damn title. So <laughs> anyway. Uh so look forward to that. But before we get to Tommy, uh Jess, I have something to share with you that actually Anne made me promise to ask you because she wanted your Oh thoughts. my gosh, okay. I'm Are so you ready? ready? Okay. So today <laughs> she came in from taking something out to a table. And came back in and was like, why do people always make, I'm doing it right now because I can't not do it when I'm asking this question. That's kind of funny. But she was like, when people ask for a side of ranch, why do they always like make the shape of a ramekin in front of them? (laughs) And I was like, I guess that's like when people ask for a box and they make the shape of a box with their hands also. Or like when they ask for the check and they like do an air signature. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts? Why do you think people do that? Well, you're getting a skewed perspective. I talk with my hands, period. So it's (laughs) just, I think part of it, let me say this. Part of it comes down to you're asking, A, restaurants can be loud. So you're trying to make your meaning clear, I think is the baseline. And then B, you're asking for something that you don't have. So, but you want it. Do you know what I mean? So you're like, I want a box. This is what a box would be like. It's just (laughs) thinking about a box and your hands do it. You're like, this is where a box would go. And then because we live in a society, society, uh, (laughs) hashtag the Joker, we live in a society. uh, You have to verbalize that or you have to communicate that. So your brain is doing two things at once. It's focusing on what you want. Meanwhile, it's getting you what you want. And you're split. And so you do both things. Or, or it's just genetically encoded in our DNA. You know, those are your three options. So take your pick, I guess, whichever one of those you like the most uh, is my final answer. (laughs) I see. But not all of them are your final. No, Katie, it can't be. It can't be a combination of things. Obviously, everyone okay. does it, and we all do it for the one same reason. That just must be the case. 
I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I don't like being exposed like that, and I don't like knowing that restaurant people talk about it. <laughs> like now, I'm gonna be like, oh, they're gonna be making fun of the way I ordered my ranch. Oh no! <laughs> Just this is this is you in that backstage world, though. Like this is your view. I know it's scary. <laughs> I feel like I'm nervous I'm gonna learn too much you know I kind of love it though cause here's a fun thing for you when I was talking to people about choosing you as my co-host <gasps> first of all I told people as I always tell people you're the funniest person but I know that I've met in my god life god damn riot <laughs> you are <laughs> Also, I've known you for most of my life oh, you, at this point. Big-ass chunk of it, that's for damn sure. <laughs> so we have both of those things going yep. for us. Which is nice. And Right. And I didn't want somebody who was, like, directly in restaurants also. Mm-hmm. Because then it just becomes an angry bitch. Fest. Right, it's just you being like, and you know another thing I hate. <laughs> right. So we have this dynamic that is very like you're learning but I'm learning also and we're both looking at it from different perspectives it is, it's very and true I, I enjoy that's, that I enjoy that it's a nice balance that's the whole goal of this thing is the the pro and the layman together <laughs> together at once just talking and learning <laughs> just talking and learning like that's you know that's really what we're doing here Katie on this podcast we're just talking and we're learning and we're learning we're just talking and learning also i think that's the episode <laughs> just talking and learning <laughs> just talking and learning well hey let's talk and I'll learn to our good friend tommy two-tone what do you say i say that sounds oh real quick before we jump to tommy i do want to do a quick shout out to my sister <gasps> jamie yeah who's just great and we miss her and definitely so every funny. day desperately every day and she's so funny she texted me she texted both of us of oh. course first and then i was like thanks for the shout out in episode three <laughs> <laughs> this week uh we made a big deal uh, if you guys didn't notice last week about it being episode 13 yeah. <laughs> and so she texted us and was like Thanks for the shout out in episode three. I'm behind, but I'm listening to the podcast. She's doing her best. She's making her way through it. You know, it's so it's so great. She's the only one in my family listening, so it's fine. It's it's so great. That woke Tom has not been listening to our (laughs) podcast. Woke Tom is not listening. That's not very woke of him. (laughs) I think that we talked about this. He listened to the first episode and was like, "Eh, it's not for me, but good luck. (laughs) Hey, he's a man that knows what he likes. I respect it. I was like, okay, thanks, Dad. (laughs) Thanks. But anyway. Thanks for the feedback. Right. But anyway, she hit episode three and was listening to it and then texted us uh, and was like, I miss you guys. And I was like, well, we miss you too, obviously. And she was like, well, it's, you know, hearing your voices is like a whole different whatever and I was like oh I guess that's fair so I just wanted to give her another shout out for two or three months down the line when she hits episode 14 (laughs) this is gonna be great this is Katie this is gonna be so frustrating to everyone including you Jamie (laughs) I'm now speaking directly to you 
Only you <laughs> will know or care about what I'm about to say. Here it goes. Do you think that Paranormal Activity 3 is your favorite of the Paranormal Activity movies? Do you think it's the third one? <laughs> and honestly, like right now, Jamie's losing it. And everyone else is like, honestly, no, like the third one's kind of the worst of the bunch. And I'm like, yeah, but like you don't get it. <laughs> the third one is so, the worst. Jamie. <laughs> I don't have thoughts on horror movies. Um, anyway, so Jamie, shout out. I love you, Jamie. Jamie Cigarette uh, Legner. What? You ever, oh, my God. When we were in high school, uh, <laughs> my senior year, I normally had played softball, and I didn't want to my senior year. So I became the soccer team's number one fan. I went to most of their games. And at home games, the announcers would announce the players and they would give them a nickname so for example uh jamie's was jamie big red legner but yes. the you know one day maybe the microphone wasn't clear or maybe i'm just an idiot but i heard jamie cigarette <laughs> legner and decided that's what it was and it's been jamie cigarette legner ever since <laughs> I yeah see. okay 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 that and kate caterbug Lindsay are the two ones that i remember clear as day <laughs> clear as day. day. <laughs> Except for the fact that I am admittedly misremembering Jamie. <laughs> right. But you know the real one also. Yeah, I just choose to ignore it, you know? <laughs> if it's not funny, get the hell out of my face. That's what I have to say. Alright. Bold. <laughs> anyway. Yep. Guys, uh, after this break, we will be back with Tommy Tracy. Hey. Oh, hello. There she is. <laughs> Here she is. All right. Well, listeners, after the excitement of all of us being together last week, we have Tommy and I here together. And poor Jess is not feeling great. Poor Jess is having some allergies uh, and did not feel it was appropriate to be sniffling and sneezing all around some wonderful people. So I have chosen to record from home. And that is so okay. We're not mad about it. Um, right. Yeah. Like uh, it's, it's best for everyone. I have no regrets. Right. <laughs> Just don't get the COVID. Okay. I'm doing my best, I swear. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, guys, we have Tommy this week, who yeah. is one of our co-founders of Two Week Media and also a manager at Big Grove Tavern. So we're here to talk to him about how reopening is going there. Yes, indeed. That is me. <laughs> I, I am Tommy, uh, the lowest of the low management staff at Big Grove Tavern. <laughs> Uh, so Tommy, I know you have prepared the only notes that you have in front of you right now are your 10 facts about yourself. So can you tell us those 10 facts? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Jess found this out the other day, but I actually, uh, still do Parkland College radio, um, pretty much once a week where I do like movie reviews and just talk about pop culture things. I actually did that and doing that for five years without ever taking a course, which I think is pretty smooth (laughs) of me. Um, super smooth yeah 
I have a bachelor's from the U of I in cinema studies, which I graduated with last year. Um, what am I on number three? Yes, yes, I did number them as well. Um, I've been playing drums for 25 years, which is more than most people have been alive. Um, most people that <laughs> most I work with people. have been alive. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I like to say I accidentally opened up for a pretty popular band called Taken Back Sunday when I was in high school. Um, because, <gasps> yeah, well, my band played a show at this like little place we would always play. And then the owner was just like, hey, this band is going to play like a secret show because they're getting ready to go on tour. And it happened to be Taking Back Sunday. So I like to take that as a win. Hell yeah. I opened for Taking Back Sunday. That's dope. Um, the first band I ever saw live was a band called Kiss when I was 10 years old in That's the year so 2000. And the last band I ever saw live, because this whole COVID thing happened, was Kiss uh, this past February. So I think that's... <laughs> You know, my mom saw them on that same tour this year. They're my mom's favorite band, oh, which awesome. I think that we've talked about. Have yes. we ever okay. Yeah, your mom has fantastic. Food. She's seen them <laughs> so many times, and they saw them on this tour. And when I when I with her awesome. as well, let so, me uh, let great. me just say this. You know, February, the beginning of the year, uh, it started out with the kiss. How did it end up like this? <laughs> you got me. Unfortunately, the killer open for them because that would have been all sorts of that would have been fly as fuck <laughs> i saw the uh, killers okay. live once and let me just say they left all the lights on in the arena and came out to mr brightside and it was amazing it was awesome <laughs> they left all the lights they on did because it's mr brightside get it katie <laughs> and that show I do, I do that show it. happened to be mr. on Bright december at a club one. huh wait oh sorry no let me let let I want you to finish. No, I'm that's sorry. okay. <laughs> I was just going to say that show happened to be on December 21st, 2012, a.k.a. the alleged apocalypse. So we were going down, <laughs> having a hell of that's a time. That is why the lights <laughs> I heard Mr. at club once, and everyone started cheering. I was like, that sounds really depressing. You shouldn't be wooing at this time. It's um, the greatest song great of our song. generation. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry about the. I veer off into random directions when I speak, so... Uh, that's okay. Where I think we're on. Oh yes, fact number six. Just because I, I do that cleverly too. numbered this one number six. My favorite number happens to be six. So Woo. that was your sixth fact. So clever. <laughs> um, I own over a thousand physical movies that I've collected throughout the years. Yeah, how um, many people still do that? Probably not very many. Me and like one other person <laughs> on the planet who happens to have like three more than I do. Um, I also have a large vinyl record collection that's ever growing. I think right now I'm up to like sixty. Um, so that's do you pretty. Have exciting. a record player? Oh, I do. <laughs> I'm just making sure. Some people just collect them, okay? Calm no, down. I, I play them quite often. Um, I have 25 tattoos, to be exact. And also dope. Yes. My 10th and final fact is I love top 10 lists, so I will make top 10 lists. So <laughs> I literally have no book full of random shit that I have top 10 for no reason, no one's entertainment but my own. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad that we just did that then. Okay, so we'll jump to... Still about you, how long have you been in restaurants, just for everybody's context? Um, I think pretty close to 10 years, probably. Um, my first restaurant job was at Chili's, where I hosted, started from the bottom, now I'm here. And Hi, welcome to the Chili's. <laughs> pretty much, and I had to have a dopey look on my face at all times. <laughs> um, and then I stopped doing that, um, and I continued my job at GameStop because I worked there for seven years. And then I moved here from California and hopped back into the restaurant game because in a college town like this, that's the easiest way to make money, I think. So true. 
Number three is where are you working now? But I already announced that to everyone. So skip number three. Not still anymore. <laughs> Not still. No one is working at the Stone <laughs> Champagne anymore. Four. Uh, what do you recall in that time has been the craziest thing to happen to you in restaurants? Um, okay, so this actually just happened over the weekend. Um, as you know, with the precautions the state is taking, we ask guests to wear masks as they come in to use the restroom, which I don't think is too hard of a thing to do. If you want to take it off while you're peeing, I'm not going to sit there and watch it with yourself. <laughs> um, but just as you walk through my restaurant, wear a mask. So I asked this guy who I can only describe as Chris Daughtry's brother, um, like four times to wear a mask. And he pretty much at the end of it, I can cuss, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know everyone asked that and I really just wanted to ask. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Um, so he pretty much hit me with the fuck you as he was leaving the final time. It goes back to his table. And I'm like, all right, whatever, dude. Like, I'm just, I'm too tired. I was already almost done with like a 12-hour shift that I didn't need to be there for. Um, so I see him and his other friend who looks like another version of Chris Daughtry. <laughs> and uh, they're one of their wives who was wearing more rhinestones than you would find at a Chris Daughtry concert. Um, and they were like flipping me off through the, through the window and just causing a bunch of shit. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm about to leave, but I'm going to go do my job for a second. I walk out. I'm like, hi, how's everything going? You guys enjoying everything? And they go, do you have a problem with my friend? And I was just like, yeah, well, it's just, you know, I go through the whole spiel. It's the, it's the state mandate and it's our restaurant policy that you wear a mask. And can you please just wear it if you go and use the restroom? You don't have to wear it out here. Obviously, I think that's kind of silly to drink and eat with a mask on. Ha, ha, ha. I was just trying to be nice. And this guy was like, you know what? I don't. I have purple hair now, but you guys saw me with green hair. So I had green hair at the time. And this guy was like, I would like to see your manager. And I already get pissed off when people don't think I'm a member of the management team just by the way I look. So I go, oh, okay. And I do the step back and I do a little twirl. And I head back to the, the table and say, hi, I'm the manager on duty. My name's Tommy. That's Hello, incredible. <laughs> and at that point, my general manager, who knows that I have a big mouth, sees me from the window and I can see him like lift his head up like, uh, <laughs> god damn it Tommy and he comes out and both of these guys are kind of just bickering with us and yelling at us and the guy goes you know what I just spent $150 here that's probably like your whole paycheck and my very nice and diplomatic way of telling him to go fuck himself was oh honey no <laughs> and this sent this man into the most toxic masculinity like did you call me honey do i look like a woman to you and that sort of oh thing oh my god and i was like all right i'm gonna leave this conversation now and i walk inside and i'm just like laughing at these two guys and scott i can see him out there talking to them and this should let you know what kind of gentleman this was his name was levi knight so <laughs> uh spelt like the jeans and awesome. um scott nicely told him to pay for his meal and leave and came in kissing his muscles because he's a very built man and these guys just were furious they told everyone they could they were like the one of the men called this honey in there we just took great offense to that as if honey is the worst thing i could have called you <sighs> yeah no shit so that happened happened over the weekend and at first i was kind of pissed off about it but i just started finding the humor in it like you're getting mad that like first off you think my paycheck's 150 dollars <laughs> right no, oh, there's, a fucking, there's a fucking global pandemic <laughs> yeah. going on, and this is what you want to fight about. Right, like, right. <laughs> wear a mask to pee, dude. Right. So they went to Guido's afterwards. And... You know what? They can have them. Right. <laughs> well, no, best part is, I know a lot of people that work at Guido's too. So I go buy Guido's when I'm off work to say hi to my friends, and I see these guys there, and they're razzing me again. Like, of Guido's course. isn't waking, making us wear a mask. And a friend of mine who works there goes, If you need to use the restroom, you have to wear a mask. 
I just Fuck walked yes. away from the table. So oh, that. I got the little last laugh <laughs> on that one. Um, Who was that that did that? Jamie. Uh, was it Jamie? It was Jamie. Fuck yeah, it was Jamie. <laughs> That's incredible. I didn't want to call out a name, but you know what? Fuck it. It's okay. So. He doesn't listen to the pod yet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, on that note, overall, how's reopening going for Big Girl? Oh, Lord. It's, I mean, everything is going as smooth as it can possibly go, but it's just still, like, one disaster after another. As, as you well know, probably from working at Saints, we're not, we haven't been well-staffed the first, like, two or three weeks. Yeah. Um, I mean, the first lunch we were open, I was the only one on, including host, busing, expoing, oh, serving, and management. Oh, we talked about that. I so forgot I had, about that. And bartender. So I had about Jesus. seven different roles to do while taking a patio full of customers. Um, so that was a little rough. I forgot about that. But, That's awful. Yeah. Um, and then we, we got the rest of the server. We got about four servers back for the rest of that weekend, which was manageable. Just this week, we started getting a lot of staff back to where I don't have to do or Scott doesn't have to do. Any of the other managers don't have to do about 10 different things. Um, but, you know, it's an ever-growing process. Everyone has done a great job. All of my servers, all of my bar staff, kitchen staff, they've all done fantastic. They just had to get their sea legs back under them because <laughs> it was hard. And everyone, people who have been in this industry for 15 years forgot how to do it the first day. I don't blame them one bit. Um, it's the first time in however many years that they had a break. Yeah, <laughs> like... a three-month break from being on your feet, dealing with guests all the time. And so it, it's a learning curve. And there's all there's an extra step or two in doing everything. So every corner that you're like, oh, I can get around this one. Nope, you're going to have to go Sink. all the way around. Like, don't step on the grass. Get, go around yeah. the block. So what I know you... Uh, we obviously mentioned masks to the bathroom, but what other measures are you guys taking? Um, so the, there I mean, are the, some things that are regulated, obviously, that we right. have to do. The, but Washing the hands, which I feel even before this will happen, like if you're taking dirty dishes back and then you're grabbing food to take to the table afterwards, that's disgusting. Like wash your hands anyway. Even in a normal right. environment. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you like? Oh, I got ketchup all over my hands. Let me take out your cheese stick. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, washing my hands. Um, we want it. <laughs> I got Jess with a good giggle. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> a good um, cheesesteak joke. First, if you like... <laughs> <laughs> the people, your your listeners in Philadelphia are going to love that one. They're going <laughs> nuts. Will Smith is all over Looking forward to it. Um, God, off track again. Sorry, guys. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, I wanted like people to wear gloves as they were doing things, but I realized that was kind of like asking a lot because then you have to take them off and like wash their gloves and wash your hands. That becomes an extra step. So we've been using like linens or like deli paper as a barrier between your hand and a plate or your hand and a tray and a drink. And that's actually worked out pretty well. Um, we've cut down on refills. So if you unfortunately want another water or you want another Pepsi or something, it has to be a fresh glass, which again, adds an extra step, but we feel that helps a little bit. Um, wiping all the, down all the doors and the windows every 30 minutes or so. Um, and still continuing with our DoorDash and our carryout orders have helped a lot. I mean, normally we get maybe one carryout order a day this and now we're getting 20 still so anything that kind of helps everyone feel a little more comfortable we're also wiping down chairs now as well um after guests get up that way fresh chair fresh table everything's as fresh as it can possibly be um and everyone's done a fantastic job doing it so far um and then obviously all the servers and staff have to wear a mask it's been a billion degrees outside, so that gets really hot. 
and I have two surgeries with asthma. So they've had to um, kind of take a minute off the floor, hit their inhalers, drink a whole glass of water, put the mask back on. But everything's been pretty manageable. That's interesting. That's not something we've had to deal with at I mean, everybody wears a mask, but I don't, I don't think we have anyone on staff at Saints that has asthma, yeah. so that must suck. Yeah, and then Margie, one of our bartenders who isn't back to work, also has asthma. That's the main reason she's not coming back. So if you add her into the equation eventually, that's the third person. Damn. That's a lot. And I know uh, Big Grove is one of the places that has been open for carryout for the whole time. Correct me if I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah, we started from, yeah. we took the first week off, like, you know, at out every day except for Mondays. Um, okay. So that being said, you're, de- you're still dealing with a lot more people now, though. So how are you feeling being a little bit less cloistered, a little um, bit more, you know, with people? I, I, my boss has said, I don't like no one has to come into work if they feel uncomfortable, their job's still safe. Um, which I mean, if I really had like a 100% choice and like, was defiant about it. I probably wouldn't go in, but I know the restaurant needs me. I know they need me. I know I'm like a good voice of reason and I'm a good barrier between guests and servers because unlike the other two managers, I have still been in the service game as recently as last year. So I kind of know what every server is thinking at that time. So it feels like at least I'm the the server voice on the management team a lot more. Um, I I do wholeheartedly think there's going to be a second wave a lot sooner than we think. And we'll see where that goes. I'm getting tested regularly every other week, which is uncomfortable, but I feel necessary. So I'm taking every personal precaution I can. Um, yeah, tell I, us about that test. It, it, oh, God. <laughs> I forgot I told you about that. Okay. So we found out that there was two testing sites. Uh, there was one at the mall and there was one at Carl. And I'm thinking, well, if you go to Carl, you should probably be like, if you're going to a hospital, you should be like, you know, in more jeopardy. So I'll go to the mall where it's easier that's where most of the people are gonna go i'm like the first one in our restaurant to go to the mall get one done like bright and early tuesday eight in the morning and i get there and the guy like takes down my information he says follow the cones when you get to the officer and i swear on everything he said roll down your window when you get to the officer he did not (laughs) so when i got oh no oh this story gets even better just buckle When I get to the officer, I roll down my window as I was instructed, and this guy yells at me, and I'm like terrified. <laughs> so I roll it back up, and he's like, "No, no, no, crack it a little bit." And I'm like, "Okay, I, this is misleading." <laughs> I'm fearing for my life, and so I have it cracked, and he's giving me this information. He's holding up a clipboard with like the information. He's like, "Point to the number that corresponds with your race." And so I'm like, not paying attention at this point, because I'm like shaking and anxiety ridden. And I point, I hold up a one and he looks at the paper and he looks at my one and he goes, you're Hispanic. <laughs> oh, no. And I start to panic further. Cause I'm like, I've already lied. Uh, I'm under oath and I've lied. I need to keep this lie going. And I'm like, yeah, on my mom's side, there is not a person in my family that's Hispanic. Um, I am not one of them. I don't know why I did that. And he just was like, okay. And so I go to do my test. And everything went as smoothly as it could go, but it was incredibly uncomfortable. Beyond my merry way, Friday rolls along, and everyone that went after me got a result back except for me. I'm like, all right, something's got something's amiss. Something's wrong. 
So I talked to Beth and I'm like, yo, should I just go to Carl and like, just do it this way? And she goes, yeah. So I go to Carl, the nurse does it for me. Didn't yell at me once because she was fantastic. And <laughs> didn't lie about your race. Didn't lie about my race. I thought about it, but decided, you know what? You've already lied once to an official. Do it again. <laughs> and in and out of my nose in five seconds, called me 12 hours later to let me know I was negative. So I call the one at the mall and I'm like, hey, here's what happened. And they're like, oh, we lost your test. Oh, you don't think you would have called me and told me you lost my test? Maybe come back for another one? Here's the thing about <laughs> that blows my mind. Here's the thing about how they lost your test. Beth had to get tested twice when she got tested too because they damaged her first sample. And here we are with limited tests. And both of you have had to have two because they fucked up the first one somehow. <laughs> like, what are they doing? Right. I don't understand. They're doing I'm their so, best. Okay, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. They're running a hospital in a mall parking lot. (laughs) God, like... You're not wrong. Yeah, and the guy was just like... Because I have a... Unfortunately, I have this, like, really big pickup truck because my ex-girlfriend was like, let's get it together and put it in your name because you have good credit and it'll it'll take my horses from A to B. So basically, it was her truck in my name. And then when we broke up, she's like, it's your truck now, motherfucker. And so I have I was wondering where the truck was when I saw you the other day. (laughs) I have this gigantic truck that I hate, and I can't, I still have to make. It's the very on it. not your personality. Right. I'll be honest. Um, so everyone's just like little dick energy over here in this big truck. No. And so the guy, the the first officer is like, try not to hit any of my officers in your truck, ha 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 ha. And I'm like, that's what's the farthest thing from my mind. Um, but yeah, that was. A, but now I'm thinking about yeah, it. Now all I can think Actually about. Hard. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm really good at bowling. I have bowled a 300 before coming for you anyway (laughs) so obviously while you guys were open for carryout you probably had a lot more free time than you're used to having what kinds of things were you doing i watched in your free time movies nonstop. that's pretty much what i did i think in the month of march i ended up i kept a list of the movies i watched because like i said i'm a big list whore and and you like movies and i like movies um i think in the month of march i watched 54 movies and then the month month of april i watched 88 movies which is more than double the amount of days in april yes um and i think may ended with like 50 something um because we got back to work and i was there a little more but yeah i watched a lot of movies and took my dog for a walk and stayed up until like six in the morning because i didn't know what day was what for the most part so did uh I mean, that's a lot of movies, but do any of them stand out to you as, like, some favorites? Um, I watched a lot of old favorites and then a lot of new stuff. Luckily, the theaters being closed entered, or entered, um, let a lot of things go on streaming, so what did I watch? Um, Scoob stood out to me as being, like, the biggest disappointment of the year, unfortunately. <laughs> um, Guns Akimbo was fantastic. Um, I watched The Invisible Man again because I wanted to watch it after knowing what happens in it. For the second time, um, what else? I actually just watched The King of Staten Island, which was fantastic. It's the Pete Davidson Who's it? movie. Is it Judd Apatow? Judd Apatow okay, yeah, because yeah, he was just on Love It or Leave It talking about it. Right. It sounds yeah. really funny. I, I liked it a lot. Spoiler alert for my next episode of Phenomenal Flicks. Yeah, plug your podcast. <laughs> yeah, right? Phenomenal Flicks, yo. Let's do it. Um, I don't know why I held up gang signs that no one but you. Oh, it's okay. We could, it's, it's fine. Just saw it through the camera. I felt it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
what else did I, I mean dude i can't even remember all the stuff i watched i watched a lot of back catalog disney stuff on disney plus um i let my girlfriend olivia know because her favorite disney movie is tangled i actually surprisingly never seen it until this quarantine did you like it i loved it it's okay. fantastic the horse is probably one of the greatest side characters in disney movie history it's good yeah um and it makes sense because her hair is like down to her ankles so. i am that's true yeah. she has long hair i am <laughs> bored of the soundtrack Mostly because when you listen to like <laughs> Disney Pandora, <laughs> what a bold the tangled, ass the statement! I am like, bored oh, of the Tangled soundtrack. I, you it know, wasn't Frozen. <laughs> so listen, it's no Frozen Two, okay? Um, what year no, did Tangled even bored. come out? Isn't everyone bored with the soundtrack by now? <laughs> Jess is using some sweet sound effects on there. Jess, you have weird. Oh, was I cutting in and out? Yeah. Are you alive again? Oh yeah, I was. Listen, there was no uh, glitch on my end. Jess has been taken over by the uh, T eight hundred from Terminator. No big deal. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, no, I am bored of those songs, but the movie itself is great. Yeah. The plotline is great. Actually, there was something super fun that I did. So. Um, Beth discovered this. Actually, you discovered a podcast called Winds of Change. Yes. Which, and then another a person on that does another podcast called Scaredy Cats about their friend who is like terrified of horror movies. So they make him watch them. He has to watch them at night. Yes. Uh, lights off, no second screens. Oh my God, there are rules? Yeah, there are rules. Oh no. So I was just, and Beth showed, showed me this and she also hates horror movies. So I'm like, oh, you fucked up. You're doing this too. <laughs> And so she had to watch stuff like Alien, Nightmare on Elm Street, The Exorcist, and they had they made the person watch Hereditary, which, as someone who's seen thousands of horror movies, Hereditary is the scariest movie I've ever seen in my life. And so I told Beth this, and she's like, I'm not going to be able to watch it. And I was like, okay, here's what I'll do. I'll watch it on, like, Zoom with you. That way... I'll like break the rule. You can watch it on Zoom with me. And she still almost turned it off in like the last 30 minutes. Yeah. About 10 times. She slept with the light on. She might still be. <laughs> yeah, I think she's still the light. <laughs> So that actually stood out to me because it's a movie that still, I think I've seen it three or four times, still creeps me out. Damn. And I'm not really that scared of horror movies anymore. Wow. And her reactions to that, I wish I would have recorded all of it because that could be its <laughs> own movie. Right. What is that movie? even about all i know from it is the i am your mother scene so as far as i'm concerned it's just like a family drama it is (laughs) okay so you're not wrong it is a family drama that has that is like surrounded by a horror movie it's on amazon prime go watch it jess it is my favorite movie of 2017 2018 um so that is high praise some people would say for me I mean, 88 movies in April, so. Yes. Yeah. You're seeing the flicks, so you mean it. Just just finished the Back to the Future trilogy. I heard that. (laughs) um, Listen, I actually just showed Olivia those, and I forgot how well 2 and 3 hold up. What did you think? I was delightfully surprised, because I'd always heard that Back to the Future 3 was, like, trash. But I really quite enjoyed it. It was a fun... It was a fun way to end, because, like, what can you do? You went in the future, you went in the past. You got to go and do something wacky. And they did, and it was fun. It's so much fun. And it's, like, the first movie 
like sequel movies to like shoot back to back, which the Lord of the Rings ended up doing. And I think Harry Potter, Deathly Hollows one and two did that as well. Um, and that was the first one to ever do it. And all three of those movies are like fantastic. Yeah, they're really it's the fun. best trilogy. Of all time, and that includes Star Wars because that got ruined by a prequel. I'm sorry. The Oceans trilogy is better. I said it. It's been said. Oh, now there's a fourth one. There's an Oceans Eight. It doesn't count. <laughs> they they have to get their numbering right, dude, because it's like Oceans Eleven, Twelve, Thirteen, and Eight. Like, where's Nine and Ten? And what happened One through Seven? You're really confusing Oceans. It is confusing. Listen, do you guys sorry. want me to lay this out for you? Because I genuinely just had this conversation the other day. Yes. <laughs> Please. Okay. Here's the tea. So Oceans Eleven is named as such it's actually based off an old movie um it's named because 11 guys commit the crime right so in oceans 12 12 guys commit the crime and in oceans 13 13 guys commit the crime but if you did oceans 14 it would seem like they were making a direct sequel which they were not so they made it oceans 8 eight women committed the crime with the plan being to do another trilogy to hit you to 8 9 and 10 so then you'll have eight through thirteen. That would make sense. Oh, so would there James, are more coming out. Would James Corden be in all three? Oh my god! <laughs> I don't. Hey, I don't know if we can get him on the schedule. He's a very busy guy. <laughs> if you're sure, he was the most uh, important character, obviously. So I'm glad that yeah, he came in to mansplain everything at the end. It was pretty fantastic. <laughs> I mean, he's pretty great. Anyway, we'll move, move, we'll move forward. How did we go from restaurant talk to movies? This is what it's happens. It's gonna happen. Yeah. It's fine. People it's are fine. like, my steak's overcooked. I'm like, well, if you see Jurassic Park, and then like, you know, we went on a big Aaron Sorkin, Amy Sherman, Palladino tangent with Anne, so it's okay. Excellent. Have you, during quarantine or now, gotten any takeout or gone bravely? I would say out to eat to a particularly good experience um i haven't gone out to eat yet um i have got saints i think every week since it's been reopened for I think so, yeah. yeah so um because the club sandwich there is just the best club sandwich i know it's like a bit like everyone's like, club sandwich i'm like you haven't tried this club you sandwich. don't understand <laughs> the club sandwich is so good you put some waffle fries on it and i am just the happiest person on the planet you put them on it oh yeah okay i take that's it apart and lit. waffle fry it that's kind of yeah it's about the size of my head <laughs> um i've gotten black dog a few times um Farron's and Watson so I pretty much stuck with the whole downtown thing and then when I'm home alone and I don't want to go out and anything I'll just get like Chipotle delivered because that's the easiest and the cheapest but no I haven't I don't want to go to a restaurant right now even though I'm forced to I'm not forced but I go out to one for work um but yeah I don't feel like sitting on a patio with anybody drinking or eating for very long I mean I did it with my friend Harrison and Chris um, for like 30 minutes last week and then you guys for like 30 minutes right. on Saturday? Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. So, but other than that, I'm not gonna make a big deal about it and then razz the restaurant staff and make them feel like shit and think the pandemic's over. Oh, honey. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Oh, oh honey. No. Spend my whole $150 two-week paycheck. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I have only been to places for drinks. Beth and I after you guys left on Sunday, we did get... So Punch's Kitchen isn't open yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got Guido's to go and then ate that on the, oh, on the Punch patio and like, <laughs> kept drinking. So that's the closest we've come to eating out, but it was still like carry out. Yep. 
Well, the, the good thing is um, I quarantined myself with uh, Olivia for like two weeks or so. And she does this thing where I'm like, I can help you cook. And she goes, no, you're just going to fuck it up. But she does it in a much nicer way. And I'm a terrible cook and she's a fantastic cook. So I just sit there and give her moral support. And she's actually vegan. So she has created like these complete vegan dishes that taste like actual meat. Like the Beyond Burgers that taste like you're eating a cheeseburger or like Vicken, which is vegan chicken. That tastes like a like I've never heard of that before. Dude, it is. Yeah, I cannot believe the shit she came up with. Um, but it's all been fantastic. And then I sit there and give her the moral support. We eat, and I knock out the dishes, and we're both happy. That's a partnership. Yeah. Because um, yeah, I don't want to mess up her her sweet dishes. Um, all we've got dancing dog too, because it's a you know vegan all vegan restaurant. And How is that place? Because I've always wanted to go. It's so good. Okay. All right. But listen, I'm not gonna ever be vegan myself. Yeah. But. I'm going to eat vegan food when... Why not? Yeah. And it's really good. It's good. Better than the squash pasta from the store. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. The squash That's sarcasm for someone who couldn't tell. <laughs> no, the, yeah, the squash <laughs> Yeah, that was awful. Anyway. So, uh, my last... Well, no, I have two more questions after this. But this is my last serious question. Okay. How are you... I asked Anne this question, too. I also asked Chef Chris... Anything is fair game. How are you feeling about the future of the industry as we move towards reopenings? Oh, man. It's weird. Um, it's going to change, like, every week, I think. I don't – have we still got word on if we're opening insides next week? I We have not heard more, but I think right now the plan is supposed to be by next Friday. Yeah, the 26th. So, yeah. Uh, but, but do like, you guys 25%? fall under the same little restaurant umbrella? Yes. Okay. Yeah. We're we're like a block away from each other. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. like any dining establishment. Well, not any because not everyone has a patio, but places that are open right now are having to toy with the idea of what being open will be like mm-hmm. in the next week. Yeah. Um, I have no idea, man. I mean, people, have, as you've seen, people have come out in droves, and granted, our cells aren't what they would be on a normal Friday night because not only we just have the patio, we don't have the inside and the patio, which helps. Um, but I mean, this past week, I think we've beaten every day from last year, except for yesterday. It was a little bit of a slower day. So we'll see. I just hope people keep up the good vibes aside from the Daughtry twins <laughs> that I encountered. And then one lady that got all pissed at the Black Lives Matter parade and started yelling All Lives Matter that I had to kindly ask to leave. Ooh. And she was saying that to my uh, one of my servers who is an African-American gentleman. So cool. He's African-American and gay, so not only are you offending him once, but you're offending him twice. Uh, <laughs> and then during Pride Month? I don't think so. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> out of here. But, um, so he took it all in stride, though. He's fantastic. But, yeah, I mean, I, I have no idea what's going to happen. For the most part, I think the good vibes that people have given off have been great. I wish they would. Um, I mean, some people have got back to the old standby of like, oh, everything's everything's done now because now we're on to the Black Lives Matter thing. So COVID's over. And it's like, no, there's I two. I even feel like that is already <laughs> like losing momentum. Yeah. So there's two major things going on right. right now. And that mixed with like Kobe Bryant dying made this year the absolute worst year of all time. So um, also we lost jk rowling yeah she <laughs> passed away Catherine, um, and very sudden yes and... i said it again i'm sorry <laughs> what in the sand? Okay. I, her last name is rolling i'm sorry jo- i say rowling joanne rolling 
Rolling. Um, Rolling. Yes. And so, Kathleen is Kathleen. I think it's Kathleen. I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Good for her. I do love that. I like the meme that said like the best part about the Harry Potter books is that they no one knows who wrote them. It's just a magical book that came into our existence. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how everyone feels about old Joe now. But uh, yeah, I mean, <sighs> the good thing is people are tipping really well. Like instead of like twenty percent, you're getting a lot of thirty, even some like fifty percent. The tip the bill thing ended like after two weeks of that happening. What two years ago? No one's done that since twenty eighteen. Uh, yeah. Well, nobody but... has any dollars anymore. <laughs> yeah. I have a funny story about tipping from today. <clears throat> so I bartend, which means that I don't actually take any tables because the bar, of course, is inside and no guests are allowed inside. But Chris had a table today who, first of all, sat down at her table and while she was speaking to him, said something along the line or like, I don't think she was speaking to him, actually. I think she was speaking to the other person at her table and was saying how parking is the worst part about all of this whole pandemic and places not being open and blah, 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 blah. And we're like, okay, first of all, how privileged is this bitch that she thinks parking is the worst part? Sorry, us plebs are allowed to park wherever we want now. <laughs> like, uh, And then he was standing at another one of his tables and this woman starts calling to him, calling his name specifically. And this is why, like, this is an unpopular opinion. As a server, I do not like to tell people my name. It feels very intimate for people to actually call me by my name. So I don't like people to know my name. So when people love to ask that, oh, 060, is that really your name? <laughs> I usually, I usually say yes. Like, Excellent. I usually say yes. And uh, this woman, Chris, had Chris prefers for people to know his name. So this woman had known his name and was calling to him while he's speaking to another table, taking their order. And she, he turns around. She's called his name so many times. He turns around and says, hold on a second. <laughs> and so he goes over there and he goes, can I help you? And she goes... I'm sorry, I didn't know you were talking to them. And he was like, Bitch, I was standing there. <laughs> My pen and pad were out, and I was literally repeating back their order. Right, like, I understand that I have a mask over my mouth, but why the fuck other reason would there be for me to be standing at that table? Oh. The dogs are going at it. Guys, pulling the curtain back. We're at Beth's house. <laughs> and I think that Beth is home. <laughs> Either that or the dogs are just having like a stroke hey, at the same time. It's possible. So apologies for Jack and Pepper in the background. <laughs> also shout out Jack and Pepper. You're great. Pepper King. All of this is happening. And then the next time he goes back out to the table, this woman tells him, like has the balls to tell him how rude he is. Of course. <laughs> of course. Jeez, because God. Oh knows my God. Then. And then he came in a little while later and was like talking about his tips and he was like I did better with that woman than I thought I would do and I was like wait really and he was like yeah I thought she was gonna stiff me and I was like she didn't and he was like he she left me a penny <laughs> <laughs> oh specifically like oh my 
God. Like, wrote in a penny on her credit card receipt. Not, like, paid in cash and left him the extra penny and the change was 99 cents. No, no. She wrote in one penny on the tip line of the credit card receipt. Okay, oh. bitch. <laughs> like... That is the most extra thing without giving an extra tip. Oh, God. So, anyway, yes, mostly people have been great, but that was a particularly ridiculous experience. Yeah. Anyway. So, last two things. Uh, the first of which is quarantine cheers. We're act- we are actually physically together, but not drinking at the moment, <laughs> obviously. Uh, but what has been your quarantine drink of choice um, so far? I mean, it's always been beer with me. Um, so, I've had I have a fridge stocked with beer. Um, my general manager, Scott, is from Indiana, so he gets three Floyds out there quite easily, and he brought me back a couple cases of zombie dust, which That's was dope. fantastic. And also, the one that I really was happy about was Stone Enjoy by 420, because the whole month this year was 420. So that was fantastic. And I actually brewed it with um, a little bit of hemp, so that was great as well. Um, and then I've got some mix and match things, like Bell's Too Hearted, Bell's Oberon. Still one regular IPA. Oh, I'm a big IPA good. guy, so um, yeah. I mean, I haven't drank too much except for beer, as the uh, the guts now showing that I got to <laughs> run off. But yeah, beer, always beer, always beer. All right. Well, Jess, I don't know if do you know already what uh, house Tommy's in, or do you have a guess? Yes. This is like I like <laughs> the the fact of the matter is, I know like Tommy like we got to know each other like I've talked to you just now, but the last time I saw you you had green hair so I have to say Slytherin. It's like I'm not stronger than that impulse to base it off a of color. <laughs> not stronger. I am actually a Ravenclaw, but there is a funny Slytherin story because oh I, true. Yes. <laughs> um, so I have a pop socket on my phone that is the Slytherin house, and here's why. <laughs> here's buckle up again jess you're in for a rough ride um so my my ass was drunk one day and stumbled into a cbs and i was just like oh, stumbled into a CBS. ravenclaw pop socket i need it and i bought it and then i stuck it on my phone passed out in my bed woke up sobered up and looked at it and it was not blue it did not have <laughs> any it did not say ravenclaw uh it's green with the snake instead of slytherin and i'm like how the fuck did that happen Apparently, even I looked even looked at my receipt and it says Slytherin pop socket. <laughs> like, so I have it on here out of convenience. I'm still gonna find a Ravenclaw one eventually. But yes, I have been sorted twice by Pothermore because my first account got deleted um, into the Ravenclaw house. Maybe that's why you thought that, Jess. Maybe you saw the pop socket when we were together the other day. No, like I'm not like I'm not just like being silly. It's because. Tommy had green hair. It's because it's hair. like, yeah, that's I did have a girl one. Like, you look like Draco Malfoy. And I was just like, oh, thanks. And she goes, that wasn't a compliment. <laughs> oh! He has Say purple it, hair now. Bitch. It isn't. I naturally had to dye my hair the day. Naturally. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's okay. All right. Well, that's all I have. Jess, do you have anything else? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to go into the sh- final order? remark? But yes. Oh, here's a Actually, fun one. Okay, Jess, are you? No, hold have, on. Have I want to go. I okay, thought go. of something. I want to go. go. <laughs> hey, this is your pod, dude. I'm just, I'm just in your world. 
What do you I want to go? No, I'm just kidding. I just was all I keep meaning to ask you. Tommy, what's your favorite movie? Uh, my favorite movie is The Empire Strikes Back. It has been since I was a kid. Um, That's a great question. Yes. Yeah. Um, and is then... that the first one? Ugh. No. You are That's fuck- you the are... first one's A New Hope. You are fucking with me, right? She is, yeah. yeah. Mm, it's fine. <laughs> I was like, I I've only seen let you allergy all over me to fight you. Allergy <laughs> all. Oh my god, we we're gonna have to squabble because I've seen two Star Wars movies in total, and one of them is the one with Jar Jar Binks. So you know, I Misa's know I'm not so angry. angry. One right of now. them is so. Angry. <laughs> <laughs> I can do a mean Jar Jar. Unfortunately, I <laughs> incredible. <laughs> I think it's fortunate, and just that's just me. <laughs> I feel very fortunate in this moment. Same. <laughs> um, okay, well, so here's the last note we'll leave you on, which is actually great. Uh, those of you who have been listening probably know that we, together, and our friend Beth, have started a media company that's called Two Week Media, and the name actually comes from. Tommy's separation with Distill, which is, yeah, which is uh, how Tommy and Beth and I and a lot of our guests and uh, like myself know each other um, is that we used to work there at varying points together. Uh, And so, Tommy, do you want to share the story of how Two Week Media sort of gets its name? Sure. So basically... (laughs) We closed at nine o'clock on Sunday nights. And this, the time these people. My favorite part already about this story is that you said we, yeah. because it's just still we. Right, yeah. The, uh, the, the time these people came in to get desserts differed. I said they came in at like 9.05. The host said they came in at like 8.50. Regardless. I think I, it was like 8.58. It was like really, really <laughs> close. The kitchen had already closed everything down. Like I could not have served these people if I wanted to. And so our lovely manager at the time, Justin Kelly, I have to say his full name because it's just disdainful, was just like, well, you have to serve them. And I'm like, dude, like the kitchen literally told me not to bring anything else in. You have to figure it out with them. And he's just being an asshole like he always was. This is the kind of asshole this guy is. He married a woman named Kelly. So now her name is Kelly. Kelly. So this is the kind of person you guys are dealing with, right? So He's done this to a physical human being. I just want you to know that. Uh, that is actually her name and also she's not the first kelly kelly in his family that is just tragic but anyway um so anyway he's just he's just being i'm not i don't remember all the things he was saying to me but he was calling me like lazy and like never should have hired you and like you work as hard as your girl your ex-girlfriend who used to work here did or my girlfriend at the time didn't you how did you like put your notice in and then he talked you out yes. of leaving? Yeah, because yeah. him and I butted heads like every shift. And he was just like, you know what? I'm going to change. I'm going to stop being an asshole. I was like, cool. And I was like, you remember the- <laughs> cool. Yeah. You remember those two weeks I put in, Justin? Well, here's my two weeks again. And I like threw up the two at him. Hence why I had us take previews with the twos out. <laughs> and I'm like following him and I'm like yelling at him. Like no one's in the restaurant anymore except for like the staff. But I'm just like, that's two weeks, Justin. That's two weeks. I'm pointing twos like at his ugly face. <laughs> and like calling him like every name under the book that my mom would have spanked me for when I was a kid. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck your two weeks. I quit right now. And he's just like, oh, that's fine. You're done. And I, that pissed me off further. And he's like, you're not going to even get your money. And then he like thought about it. He's just like, well, I can't take away your money. 
<laughs> well, 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 now I'm fucking go, like, crazy. I put up the two again, and then I bring down the index finger, so it's the middle finger. Um, and so everyone knows the story, even people I hadn't met till after the fact, <laughs> or still don't know. Um, but that is the the origins of two weeks. And if you ever see my buddy Harrison out, um, he tells he thinks he tells the story better than I do. Um, he does because he adds some oomph and rock starness to it. I'm gonna but... do everything I can to get a clip of him telling the story to put in after this. Yeah. So he is. Uh, he he loves telling that story. He'll just tell it to people when he I'm not even around. He also just like pulls out the that's two weeks whenever it's like even sort of relevant. Yeah. Like I mean, when I worked with them at Big Grove, we were like, "Where do you want me to take these two shots to?" And he'd be like, "The two shots, Tommy." He'll like change the two and whatever <laughs> the following true. word is. So um, he he gets more levity out of the story than I ever will. It's true. It's great. Guys, fun, exciting surprise for everyone. I did, in fact, get Harrison to come tell the story <laughs> of Tommy leaving Distill. So he's here to do that for us. So I'm just going to sure let him fly. Um, all right. So uh, first off, disclaimer, um, as Tommy has, has said that you may have heard already, I was not there for this. I wasn't even working at Distill at the time. I, At the time that I heard this story, I barely knew the people involved, and I might not even have met Tommy, or maybe I met him once. <laughs> it's just such... that The story just stands out in my mind just because of how fucking just bombastically ridiculous it is. And that's why I get so enthusiastic telling it to the point where Mr. Tracy himself... That's two trays, Tommy. That's two trays. <laughs> uh, has actually encourage me to tell the story for him because he claims that I do a better job. It's not the other way around, but that's just a personal gripe of mine. Um, but so the story that I was told, or, or the, the way that it was told that I remember it, is that there's this group of, it's like two people that come in to distill like right before close. We're talking, you know, within five minutes, maybe even less. And they sit down in the bar area somewhere, probably at one of his high tops, and I believe they, they relayed to him that all they wanted to do was drink some coffee and sit there and talk. Now, for all of us that work in the industry, we know that this can go one of two ways. Either they could maybe be polite and, you know, they drink, talk for a half hour, not really bother Tommy while he finishes cleaning and setting up for, you know, the next day or whatever. Or they could sit there for three hours just catching up like a bunch of little schoolgirls and everyone's standing around waiting on them to leave and there's really nothing you can do about it until they get the fuck up. But Tommy wasn't gonna figure out which one it was because he said, fuck that, I'm done with this, I'm out of here. And he went up to Justin, who was the manager at the time, and he was like, look, man, they just told me all they wanna do is have coffee and talk. Like, you know, we're, we're, we're about to close down. Can we please tell them, like, hey, look, you know, we're closing here soon, sorry. And Justin, for whatever reason, whether it's just or unjust, good or bad, valid or not, he decided to say no, he was like, Look, they got here before we closed. They're our guests. You have to serve them. You have to treat them like you would any other guest. And that's when Tommy just fucking loses it. And to my knowledge, he had already given his two weeks prior to this and then, like, recanted it a few days later. Um, I, I heard that he had gained a little bit of notoriety for it. I don't know how many times he, he did this, but at least once he put in his two weeks and then said, uh, I'm just kidding, my bad. <laughs> and, and disregard that last statement, Your Honor. So he fucking, Justin tells him, no, you're going to serve him, you're going to do this, this, and that. And he loses his shit and just proceeds on the spot. He just goes, well, you know what? That's two weeks, Justin. That's two weeks. 
And and the visual here is is kind of what sells the story, which obviously I can't do or podcast, so I'll just try to describe <laughs> it as best I can. He like he takes his right hand, he like makes a fist and brings it up to his forehead, <laughs> and then like the fucking hammer of God just brings it down right in Justin's face with two fingers outstretched. Uh, every time he says the word two. So he goes, that's two weeks, Justin, that's two weeks. And he would bring it back, he'd cock it back like a fucking bolt-action rifle every time and just shoot it back out at Justin's face, saying, that's two weeks, Justin. And that, to me, is what sells the whole fucking story. Maybe that's why I'm so good at it. But he's just, and from what I understand, as soon as he does that, he's, you know, causing a, a ruckus and, you know, speaking a little too loudly. So Justin tries to, to quiet that shit down immediately. He's like, take your apron off, go in the back, we're done here. And so this fight follows them to the back of the restaurant, um, and they get into sort of a screaming match. I don't really know how even of a match it was. It could have just been Tommy yelling at him. Um, but Tommy's actually told me on a few different occasions that he's been there for the story, that I leave out his favorite part, uh, which is where he ends up getting in Justin's face and calling him the C word. <laughs> Which Shit. I thought, yeah, gutsiest move I ever saw. <laughs> Just call your supervisor the fucking C-word. Congratulations. Good for you, my friend. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So he, so this all, you know, transpires. And I'm sure everyone else around him is just like, what the fuck is happening? So he gets fired on the spot, sent home, and, you know, whatever. So... Katie and uh, Hunter were the two other closers that night, and I just clarified who was doing what. So Hunter was the other closing server. Katie was the closing bartender, which means that everything that was on that side of the restaurant that was under Tommy's control, she had to absorb. So I'm sure that was fucking fun and set her back a little bit on her clothes. And then Hunter had to do all of, you know, pick up all of his closing duties, which admittedly isn't a whole lot more but still annoying when you know you could have had two people doing it instead of one i do think probably since they were pretty since it was pretty close to nine o'clock i think tommy had finished like doing the stuff was on the bar sunday? side it, it was a, a sunday okay that, a sunday. oh fuck even worse on yeah, a sunday because so the, the only people that i can think of coming in for coffee that late it was like fucking jesus you know church going people <laughs> But shouldn't they be tired from that morning? You would think so. Like, what the fuck is... Who's, who's <laughs> going out on a Sunday night at 9 o'clock? These people. These so people. anyway, there's your two weeks, Tommy. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you, Harrison. All right, well, but on fuck, that fuck note... Fuck you, Justin. Also, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note, Tommy, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, go listen to Phenomenal Flicks. That's my movie review podcast. Yes, it's part please. of Two Weeks Media. You can follow me at Phenomenal Phenomenal Flicks Pod. That is really hard to say. Phenomenal Flicks Pod on Instagram. I will have a Facebook and Twitter soon, probably. Yes. Maybe. I don't like Twitter, but I'll do it. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, and then also keep your eyes out for I Feel Petty, colon, Just Hates Musicals. Yes. Because that's <laughs> all watching West Side Story this week and then planning to record next week. Beth already has thoughts. I she has four pages of notes, Jess. Beth has four pages of I have not watched it. I watched it last night and did not take notes and I plan to watch it again and take notes. But I already That's have so many thoughts. It also. It's, it's it's kind of relevant right now. I was it's like, true. damn, we really picked a relevant one to start with. You know okay. If you really wanted to press yourself afterwards, watch the Natalie Wood documentary and then cry yourself to sleep. Woof. 
if you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's Natalie Wood. <laughs> that's a very funny Gilmore yes, Girls reference is, that Katie funny. may or may not get. It is. Oh my god, and that's she totally okay. Sidebar: That's one of my favorite shows of all time. Is it? Oh, then I you got the reference oh, too. Sense. I hope that makes sense. Actually, I guess I can what, see that. What's that supposed to be? I feel like I. I feel that you would enjoy the goofy pop culture references and like how fast they talk. I was gonna and, say like, people who don't shut the fuck up, like myself. <sighs> they never stop talking. They don't people. really, <laughs> but I mean, their scripts were like twice the length of regular scripts. It's true, so. it's the only thing I like Melissa McCarthy in. To okay, to be um, fair. excuse me. Have you seen Bridesmaids? Yes, you want to squabble? I, I said, we'll fight again. Yeah, we'll fight about Star Wars, and then we'll fight about Bridesmaids. <laughs> <laughs> uh. To be fair, I do prefer her in Gilmore Girls. Yeah, she's I, She's yeah. just kind of like, it's just like too much. You guys are losing oh, your ever-loving mind. I'm sorry. I, you know what? I like the, Spy. The, to both of you. I like Spy. But that, that's a podcast for another phenomenal flick. So. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Off the rails again with Tommy Tracy. <laughs> no, that's, that's Melissa McCarthy slander. Start a story and then it ends like nine years away. From something else. Anyway. All right, everyone. Jess and I will be right back with your favorite ending to our podcast, The Dad Joke, after this break. <laughs> What a lovely day. Indeed. Simply delightful. Simply delightful. Listen, Jess, I did not do this earlier in our intro, but I do want to, guys, listeners, you will have the fantastic opportunity to see our beautiful faces in some promotional photos that we spent last Sunday together. They're coming out hopefully this weekend. We're very excited about them. And I just want to give a big shout out to a friend of the pod, Chloe Gerard, who took those photos. Her Instagram is Stop Crying Baby. So follow her if you want to check out any of her photos. She's very talented. If you need photos, listen, are we out. are we doing crying with an N or we're doing full ING? Just with an N. There's no G. Mm-hmm. That's an excellent question. Thank you for asking. Absolutely. But anyway, guys, look forward to those photos. We had a blast taking them, and Chloe's super professional, and it was great. Thank you, Chloe. Anyway. Thank you, guys, Chloe. <laughs> thank you again for listening to us for another week, you guys. Uh, if you haven't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and also check out our other two-week media podcast, Phenomenal Flicks, and keep an eye out for I Feel Petty Colon Just Hates Musicals coming out hopefully sometime next week. Listen, if you're listening today on the day the pod has come out, we just want to say Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the papas out there. Happy Father's Day to Woke Tom, who I love, and also to Joe. <laughs> um shout out to yeah woke tom who katie <laughs> loves and who i also love and then to my dad aka fat stacks daddy-o <laughs> aka big limb aka the heavy hitter 
AKA, I'm just kidding. AKA, happy, fa- happy Father's Day. Yeah. The pod. Yes. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> um, guys, if you like us, leave us a review and a rating. It makes us more popular. Also, fun, exciting thing you might get entered in a drawing to win a t shirt if you leave us a review. So, you know, there's some incentive, free things. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I like also, free stuff. I like free stuff also. Uh, also, we want to thank everyone who was a part of our amazing theme song, uh, artist MK Nova, recording by Humbly G, and music and instrumental by Origami. Jess. Yeah. joke. Well, okay, actually, I don't have a dad joke for you today, but I do but have it's a little. Father's Day. I do have a little story for you. A little, okay. uh, a little, because you know we talk about my adventures in cooking, so I have a yes. little cooking story for you. Okay. Um. So I decided to make a cake, and I was feeling kind of zesty. So I found, I guess, like a a way to up, the, like the quality, let's say, of a box cake is to add Sprite. So what? <laughs> right? I know it's kind of wild. I don't really understand the science behind it. But anyway, but it was Damn. it needed a lot of Sprite, um which was bizarre. You needed 6 cans of Sprite. So, I go to the store <laughs> and I'm like, I "Okay, understand. I I just I guess I have to like pick this up. Like that's so bizarre." But anyway, so I go to the store. It's COVID time, so I'm just trying to be in and out. Grab it, come home. You know, I look to see my six cans of Sprite. Turns out I got seven and seven up instead. So, <laughs> um, I ruined that there at the end. I fucked it up. <laughs> I was supposed to be, it was supposed to be, well, I thought I grabbed six cans of Sprite, but I picked seven up. Uh- That's what I was supposed to say. <laughs> oh, I'm disgusted with myself. <laughs> On Father's Day, I fucking chunk a dad joke. <laughs> oh, I'll never be a father. <laughs> Worst day of my life. Oh, that was incredible. No, it wasn't. It was trash. <laughs> it would have been funny. That would have been a full groan if I'd done it right. But I blow it. Oh my god, that was amazing. Okay. Anyway, (sighs) all right, guys, have a great Father's Day. Wash your hands, wear a mask, be nice to your server, all the things. Call Fragile Men, honey, they hate it. Definitely do that. (laughs) Love you, bye. Okay, bye bye. Have a good.